0: according to Luke, the 21st chapter. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. Lord. When some were speaking about the temple, how it was adorned with beautiful stones and gifts dedicated to God, Jesus said, As for these things that you, you see, the day will come when not one stone will be left upon another. All will be thrown down. They asked him, Teacher, when will this be? And what will be the sign that this is about to take place? Jesus said, Beware that you are not led astray, for many will come in my name and say, I am he, and the time is near. Do not go after them. When you hear of wars and insurrections, do not be terrified, for these things must take place first, but the end will not follow immediately. Then he said to them, Nations will rise against nations, and kingdoms against kingdoms. There will be great earthquakes, and in various places famine and plagues, and there will be dreadful portents and great signs from heaven. But before all this occurs, they will arrest you and persecute you. They will hand you over to synagogues and prisons and you will be brought before kings and governors because of my name. This will give you an opportunity to testify. So make up your minds not to prepare your defense in advance, for I will give you words and a wisdom that none of your opponents will be able to withstand or contradict. You will be betrayed even by parents and brothers, by relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name. But not a hair of your head will perish. By your endurance, you will gain your strength The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. Christ. You may be seated. Yeah. Is Amy still in here? Hey, Amy, did you find this in your children's Bible, this passage? I mean, the is... No, I didn't know. <laughs> She was wondering what the gospel yeah, the gospel was for Sunday school. And I said, I don't think that's going to be in your children's Bible. Because I don't think that's a really preachable thing for little kids. But, you know, who knows? Grace, peace, and mercy are yours from the Triune of God. Amen. I know I've asked this question before, but I'll ask it again. What draws your eyes towards something? And what pulls your eyes away? There's tension in the air. Things seem uncertain. One has to watch what they say, for anything that comes out of their mouths could be easily twisted into something completely different, and others will turn on them. It becomes a, if you're not for us, you're against us situation. What does a person do... When something needs to be said, I mean, look around. See how the world is acting and what happens to those who speak against authority. See how they are destroyed in their community and even in their family. So while the disciples have been told again and again that Jesus will not be around forever, Did they really comprehend what was ahead of them? Or maybe I should ask, could they comprehend what was going around them? They were focused on today. Because, you know, the future doesn't really matter if you aren't there to be part of it, right? I'm not surprised they were asking details, like when all of this was going to go down. We always want to debate that situation. Do you want to know what will, the, what will happen in the future or not? Do you want to know when you're going to die? How it's going to happen? But in usual fashion, Jesus' answers to the questions brought up are never obvious or easy. It is known that Jesus replies with things. That still causes us today to shake our heads and ask the what? Jesus speaks into the greatest fear of the Jewish people. He starts by talking about the temple and the stones. Because in in that time, the people felt if the temple is gone, where is God? Where do you find God? People's eyes are focused on the temple because that is the place they understand God to reside. I think that while Jesus knows and understands that people cannot comprehend something more than what they know about the temple. So he brings them something that will guide them, temple or no temple. Jesus reminds them where their focus needs to be Because buildings fall, and people are persecuted, and wars rage. But God's kingdom never ends. Never. Eyes need to be drawn away from the brokenness and focused on God. The disciples and all before Jesus struggled with that, and we do today as well. So what causes you to take your focus off God? I know the list is endless, but it is hard. When things around you seem to fall apart, confidence and focus quickly drifts from God. And that's normal. It's almost like self-preservation. We need to keep ourselves and our family safe so that we can watch the world and prepare for how we're going to protect ourselves. Sometimes, what God calls us to do bumps up against the things that we need to do in order to be safe. Because look at the world. It would be easy to walk into the world and to tell people, that they are not focused on God and the love that we are called to share with all people, believers or not. It'd be great to speak out against the harm happening to other people who have had their voices taken away. It would be great if this broken world would be recipient when Jesus would, would be recip- receptive when Jesus says, This will give you the opportunity to testify. So, why don't we? What are we afraid of? A lion. Is it the fear of being alone when you speak? Over and over, Jesus reminds us that we are not alone in this journey. There is a reason, he says, not a hair on your head will perish for some of you that must worry about. Because God is focused. On you. And if you believe that to be true, why would your focus be on anything or anyone else? God's got you. Not a hair on your head will perish. God is focused on you, and every encounter you share God's message of love and mercy with everyone turns our eyes back to God. No matter how this world tries to prevent God's message from being told, we need to focus and we need to share. The broken world knows all it needs to draw you away. Wars, political fighting, drugs, diseases, money. At times you can feel like the broken world is winning, But when you are focused on that, that is all you can see. So look in the other direction. Take your eyes off of the brokenness and look at what makes you whole. I'm not saying ignore the brokenness. But to find love that allows you to see the brokenness differently. Take your eyes off the hatred and look to love. Take your eyes off of war and look peace directly in the eyes. God came to earth and we call him Jesus. Jesus came to show what love and mercy and grace and hope look like. Even in the midst of the brokenness. Don't ignore the brokenness. Look to God and the brokenness will look a whole lot different so where are your eyes focused if you are focused on God and God's love what you have to fear thanks be to God